Hey, welcome to an episode. Why are you? It's the most random. We're just transitions are not our strong suit. It's fine. What do you mean transitions? We're just talking about something random. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, we're here for a podcast. Let's. <laughs> it's true. Welcome to an episode of Off the Fence. Um, wow. Now I know how to make you laugh. Just welcome to an episode of Off the Fence. <laughs> That's not the funny part. It's just, it, it's, it humors me. <laughs> Hey, today we're going to talk about something. Uh, we are. Well, hopefully. I can't remember what it was. Oh. <laughs> dad joke. Actually, we're talking about remembering stuff. Forgetfulness versus remembering. Yes. You like that dad joke? That was a good one. I, I, it's not one of my favorites, but oh. I applaud you for your... That's so, a nice try. We're going to talk about remembering stuff. So we'll start off right off the bat. How do you actually remember stuff? What is your... What's your protocol? I have a few. It depends on what it is. So okay. I still remember the birthdays of all 24 people in my kindergarten class because- Are you serious? It's, because when you start in kindergarten and we, I went through with a bunch of them all the way to high school. So yes, I, <clears throat> I remember their birthdays. Wow. Uh, Kim Carney, mm-hmm. October 24th. Uh, Tara Holy Higley, cow. September 5th. Tara Sturton, May 2nd. I, it's Gary Keith. March 17th. Um, Wait, I just. Gary or Keith? Gary Keith. His oh, name sorry. is Bo. Sorry. <laughs> he has two first names. Um, we actually were like in the line together because our last names were so close. Oh, yeah. All the way in our lockers were together all through high school. So great guy, lives in Kansas City. Um, but I would say there are certain things that get embedded in your memory that you just lock in that you know that you need. And so somehow that just happens. But post it notes, I text. Myself you messages. Have a, you have a post-it note right now on oh, the back of I your I should get that off because that's got somebody's phone number on it. <laughs> Thank you. Good call. That's got somebody's phone number on it, so that's probably not a wise choice to have on my... Um, post-it, I would say post-it notes, and I text myself messages all the time because if I have it in a reminder app, I'll actually forget to check the so reminder. So you text like you have, you have... Like literally in the middle of the night... <laughs> You have like Kate, you have, you text Katie. I literally text myself because then it's just right there. Um, And it's usually at two in the morning when I wake up and I, I go write it down or text myself a message. What about you? Or I tell somebody to remind me, but then they forget usually. Yeah. I use, I use different ways. The, (laughs) I don't text myself, which just because I would feel like I'm going into some version of inception and <laughs> some i don't know what if what if another david replies from the future or the past i hey david remember this okay i will what well the funny part about that is i get excited because i have my own <laughs> like text ding ding you know and so i and then i get excited like i get a text and then i'm like oh that i just <laughs> that was just you <laughs> But that's about as technologically advanced as I get in that realm because my planner, I have a paper planner. So I write notes all over that. And um, it's it's been a good method, but there are some things that I think, like I know every month on a certain day I need to pay our water bill because for some reason I can't get the automation to go. Everything else is automated. And then for some of our kids, like Titus, for lunch, I just know on a certain day of the month that I need to go in and order his lunch for him at school for the days he's going to eat. And that's just a weird 
part of my brain, because I think for all of us, it's different. I like this morning, I went in to make sure that I had done that because the deadline was last week and last week was busy. So some of it is just ingrained in memory. Yeah. It's weird how that, isn't that interesting how that works? But the rest is I, I write stuff down because my brain, when I write it down, it's just got it forever. I use the notes app. Mm-hmm. But I forget to check the notes app. Well, but so the I that's why I use different stuff. I use the notes app to remember things that aren't time sensitive. Mm. So thoughts. Uh, I have a gift list. So you like do. when when you say things, do things, blah blah blah. blah I'll, I'll input stuff there. You'll share some stuff from me with me, and I'll put it there. And the, so I've got like uh, stuff for our house. Um, the size of air filter mm-hmm. that we use for HVAC, uh, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Stuff that's not time sensitive. The things that are time sensitive, I utilize uh, my calendar, my digital ca- calendar to where, okay, sticking with the filters, when do I replace the next mm-hmm. filter? I, put, I mm-hmm. put it on repeat so that reminds me, hey, it's, and for us, it's the beginning of the month. Go change the filter. It's mm-hmm. time sensitive. I'll even go back into my calendar and adjust stuff based on how it actually happened. Yeah. Uh, if it's a snow day, if it's all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I'll go back and, and almost use it, my calendar as documentation. One, it's what I'm planning on doing, so I remember to do it. And then I'll go back and say, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. So, because I'll forget that stuff. Yeah. I, I consistently forget what day? What was I doing that day? When? Why? Why do I feel tired? Oh, I go back and say, "Well, just preach seven times." Blah blah blah. Oh, that's all that kind of stuff. So the calendar and the notes app, yeah, one hundred percent digital. I do think that I probably am going to need to go into that because right now to find out your calendar, I just email Tina and your assistant, and she's incredible. So I, I actually, I should say my planner. I text myself and I talk to Tina a lot. Those are the ways I remember. But you don't things. even have to email her. You can just log into the calendar. I know. I don't want another login. Okay. I, okay. I, I just can't do it. I do like addresses and stuff. I have literally a, a printed out sheet in my planner with people that I send letters to a lot that I don't have memorized. I still remember my home phone number. I remember all of my family members' addresses. It's just weird how that works. Yeah. But so then for the rest stay. of it, I just. I, I write a lot of stuff down. That That's just a method that works yeah. for me to click it in forever. But it is funny. People have a lot of different ways that we remember stuff. For sure. So uh, with this topic, wh- why I think this is important is there is actual uh, evidence that God cares about us remembering. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is, for those of us trying to get off the fence on some stuff in life, sometimes we don't address something as simple as... The question, how do you remember stuff? Mm -hmm. So I'll take you into the Bible. The Israelites are a great example of remembering and forgetting. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want both, they do both. We get to watch it on display by reading it, where there's moments that they are brilliant and methodical and honoring, and then there's moments that their behavior indicates you've completely forgotten what God did. And what's fascinating is the book of Deuteronomy. Mm-hmm. The book of Deuteronomy is so packed full of specifically Moses helping us try to remember. Mm-hmm. Help, Sorry, us, in the sense of the Israelites, mm-hmm. remember. 
So Deuteronomy starts off with a, a brief record mm-hmm. of what God has done, and then like all throughout the whole book, it's like over and over and over, remember, remember, mm-hmm. Deuteronomy's most frequent command that you'll find in the book is remember. Mm-hmm. It's something God cares about. Deuteronomy 8.11, it's a verse worth, I'd say memorizing, but Deuteronomy 8.11, be careful that you don't forget the Lord your God. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so profound. In fact, it's so simple yet so profound. I think so many of us are missing out on this. What are you doing to not forget the most important things in life specifically? How do you make sure you don't forget God? And in the context of what was happening there, there was a lot that had played out that you would think they would never forget God because of being freed from slavery and walking out all of these promises. And literally within, I don't, I, I, I don't know what the time frame was, but very soon after, already forgetting and already getting distracted and already losing faith and hope in a lot of ways. Before they get to the Red Sea, when they, well, when they get to the Red Sea and recognize that the Egyptians are chasing after them, the Red Sea is the Red Sea, so, mm-hmm. hey, we can't, they haven't taken swim class as slaves right. in Egypt. Right. So there's this, all of a sudden, they're mad, mm-hmm. going, this is horrible. Maybe we should just go back to Egypt. Mm-hmm. Like, have you already forgotten right. what it was like to get whipped and, and, like to, he freed you. and to build someone else's uh, kingdom? Right. They've already forgotten that, and they did. But over and over again through that process, they forget, which I think, though, again, it's just the power and the goodness of the Lord, because as we read that, we remember that that is also us. Uh, and so that's what I love about coming back to, it's not that far, Deuteronomy is not that far removed from that, but the theme of it is remember, remember, remember. It, that's you and I too. Yeah. And so that's why I think it's, it's worth all of us, we're listening, okay, we're listening to this and watching or whatever, however you do this, where you and I just begin to be a bit introspective. And it's not that you go super far with this, but mm-hmm. you're like, wait a minute, how proactive am I about remembering the things that God walked me through mm-hmm. to where, you know, you and I are sharing, so I make sure I don't miss an appointment. How do I do that? Mm-hmm. I have an assistant, but I even put stuff in. I put it into a calendar that even says, when would you like reminded of this? Mm. Uh, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, a day. When, when do you want? It's color coded, all that kind of stuff. And which is just a diligent effort that doesn't require a bunch of daily, like, oh, this is so hard keeping this calendar. No, it's not. It's easy. But it's because I don't want to have someone show up somewhere that we had planned. And you're not. And there. they're like, where's David? I did that. I've done that before. Have you ever done that before? Um, not I, shown up? Uh, rarely do I not show up. I actually overshow up. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write it because I write it. It's. I'm immovable in that. I'm just going to have a paper planner until I meet Jesus. But there are times where I write it and then something happens and we switch it, but then I have it in two places. Every time, though, I will say that I do show up and I'm looking around and I'm waiting and something, I have an experience that makes it worth the mistake because somebody else will come Uh and I'll end up having an amazing conversation. But I have done it before and it's, I, I don't want to ever do it again because that is, I feel so sad just somebody sitting there waiting for me. 
and I'm not there. I've had multiple lunches by myself because the individual didn't show up, I, which was fine, actually. Uh, <laughs> but I remember, I can remember where I was at an appointment with a friend named Ron, and something changed that required a phone call where Ron's like, hey, can we reschedule? Can I move it? We're, we're going to move it. And I, I think we moved it to a Friday. Fridays are typically the days that I take off. Mm-hmm. I said, sure, no problem. I'll, and in my mind, I think I was in the car. And, and yeah, let's do that. Well, then that Friday came. It's my day off. I'm at home mm-hmm. hanging out. It's a great day. Mm-hmm. And then I get, I get a text from Ron going, hey, are, are we having Where lunch? We and that's when I was like, Oh no, my, my heart sunk, but I think it's a good example of how bad we feel if we don't show up or Mm -hmm. if you don't feel bad when you don't show up, start feeling bad. Because I think being forgotten, even if that's, it's not a malicious intent, but that's, that's a lonely feeling to be forgotten or to be, even if you love it because you end up you know, having some time to yourself or whatever if somebody forgets. But that can also be a really hollow feeling. Sure. Um, it's a bit of a, oh, someone forgot to meet with me. Mm-hmm. And so I think what if we took those kinds of emotions and like how we we would not stand someone up? Mm-hmm. What if we applied that to God and said, God, I don't want to ever forget what you've done in my life, mm-hmm. what you've carried me through, mm-hmm. uh, the experiences, mundane ones or... Tragic mm-hmm. ones or amazing ones, all that. Mm-hmm. Communion is one of those things that Jesus put into place mm-hmm. to help us remember. I'm going to read this in case someone hasn't read this to you lately, but 1 Corinthians 11, 23 through 26. For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it into pieces and said, this is my body, which mm-hmm. is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Like, perhaps just reflect on this a bit. This is Jesus saying, I want you to remember me. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually giving you, it's more than this, but an object lesson, mm-hmm. um, something that will will remind you mm-hmm. of me mm-hmm. and what I'm going to do. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood, do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. So this remembering moment, what is it doing? He even said, you are announcing the Lord's death. You are, you are speaking something almost back into play by remembering. Mm-hmm. And I think... You and I, all of us, have what's called spiritual amnesia, where we forget so easily Mm -hmm. what God did last month, last year in our life, and we dwell so much on what we want God to do. Mm. So the spiritual discipline of remembering is crucial. You introduce something to us as a whole family, this, this jar... That, that you made fun of at first. I'm so proud of you right, for coming back. It's a mason jar. It looks like it's the it looks a little hokey. Biggest mason first, jar I've ever seen. <laughs> like we're gonna have a lot of sweet tea. So we put memories in there, <laughs> and, and it's not even necessarily big memories. 
No, I put, I got a parking ticket and it was the first of the year mm -hmm. and I'll get more of them. And so I just put the first one in. (laughs) Yeah. I've put in, uh, (laughs) Titus and I went to a concert and and we, and we put, they shot off confetti cannons. And he put the confetti in all, but like he, he wanted to do that. I love it. So, but it's such a wonderful discipline Mm -hmm. that doesn't require exhausting effort. Right. And is so fun when we open it up at the end of the year, beginning of the of the new year. Yeah. And and we look at what God's done. So what I'm suggesting is, is that if you're listening, what could you do to figure out how to remember the stuff God's doing? Like let's say today you're doing your your life and God does something today where you had this great conversation with a friend or you had someone buy you a coffee or or God healed someone that you know, or maybe you, or God provided in some way that was... Maybe you had a breakthrough about a decision that you've been trying to make, and you went, that's what I'm going to do. I think we should be as good as Moses was telling the Israelites to be, Mm -hmm. remember that stuff. Yeah. Because in our dark valleys, we're wondering, does God see me? Does God see this? Is God with me? And all the time before that, he's proven that over and over and over, and we've got to be so good at remembering. I think this is also a sin issue. When when we get deep into sin, when we do something that we know we should not do, it does not honor God. It is we're like, ah, I shouldn't have mm-hmm. said that, done that, or withheld that, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Oftentimes the result, what led to that sin was forgetting something about God, mm-hmm. neglecting to remember it. I'm just thinking right now, sometimes some of us say, well, I didn't forget it. Well, you neglected to remember it, though. Right. It's not that you have a complete like blank, I, I don't know what mm-hmm. he did. It's a, I did not intentionally remember. And when you don't intentionally remember the things of God, you will often move into where the Israelites did, questioning God, mm-hmm. going, why don't you? And it's usually about the present problem. I think too, though, there's, it's not just remembering all he's done. It's remembering that he's with you. We forget that. And then when something does come up, if we, if we haven't remembered his presence even and his power, and that's what that does is remind us of those things. But then we feel lonely and, and isolated and confused. And that's why in the Old Testament, often they built, they put stones up. As, yeah. a, as a remembrance because they wanted to mark a moment. And yeah. and you do that with our staff. We do that after, well, really all the time, but significant events or like an Easter or Christmas where we're saying share testimony of what you saw or what God did or experiences that you had collectively as a staff. We get to do that. And it's so powerful because it's like we're all bringing these you know, verbal stones to the altar to remember. So every time in the Old Testament they would walk by it, they would go, yes. That's the God we serve. And we have other ways of doing that now, but um, that's just so powerful to just know, too, that he's always with us. For sure. And I think there's so many creative ways, fun ways for us to remember, right? Mm -hmm. Boring ways like using a digital calendar or Post-it notes, and you're like, okay. But there's a lot of fun ways. So where sometimes our time with God should simply be not, here's what I need, or I'm going to sit and just kind of be bored with you. Mm -hmm. Just, you're like, I don't know what to say to God. Well, bring up something you remember about him. That's what the Israelites wrote songs about this yes. stuff, poems about this stuff. Even the dark moments where you're going, I 
I'm frustrated with God. I, I think that's something worth remembering. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember when you're frustrated, when you see how faithful he is, it, it they end up connecting to each other in a way that we need, our soul, yeah, our soul needs. For sure. So we need to be familiar with what God has done in our lives. Mm-hmm. And my my question for all of us is, how are you doing that? Mm-hmm. And maybe, you're, maybe your answer is, no, I haven't been doing that. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, then figure out a way to keep yourself familiar with what God has done. And if you're saying, I don't have anything in my life that I can think of, that's what that's a part of what Scripture is for, the Bible. Mm-hmm. is open up the Bible uh, and these stories, one after the other, of look what God has done, look what God has done, look what God has done. I think it's imperative. Uh, I've been loving that our boys have, they're slowly deviating from listening to my book every night, which was sweet at first, but like, come on, you got to listen to something different. <laughs> but now they listen to the Bible. They let they let. Alexa, <laughs> the Book of Revelation. Yeah. They-, <laughs> they let Alexa uh, read the Bible, and so Titus the other night is like he told her to read Revelation, and I'm like, "Are you sure, buddy? Like, this is what you want to go to sleep to?" He, but he's been doing a deep dive into it, so that's why I think he was like, yeah. "Bo needs to hear this <laughs> for sure." But just reading the Bible, having the Bible read to you, listening to specific music that speaks of what God has done, mm-hmm. uh, when you go out and have God encounters, don't let them just be about the future. Don't only look at God and lean into God and be about God, about the present and the future. The past has so much good there. And you as an individual, your family, your marriage, your workplace, become really good. This is what I think Moses was trying to get them to like get real. He tells them in Deuteronomy, Put this on your walls. Teach it to your kids. Talk about it all the time. Yeah. And what he was driving was because there will be a day that what God has done is not fresh on your mind, mm-hmm. and that is where you are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And all of us have got to accept that our vulnerabilities, especially regarding love, especially especially with love, is our forgetfulness mm-hmm. and our our absent mindedness. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. Are where we are not intentionally dwelling on. This is probably what happens in marriages when they hit a demise is they've stopped intentionally remembering the good and they're only dwelling on their dissatisfaction or whatever. Hope that's helpful for all of all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I forget anything? <laughs> I I think um, often, like if you look back in anthropology and history, uh, spoken word. So the way the way that you would keep the history of family or the history of what God had done alive was through telling it in story or writing songs about it. And we don't. We're so digital now too. I'm not that digital is bad, but remembering that's why we have that jar because at the end of the year we sit around. It will never get old because it's new and fresh every year. That we get to sit around and collectively as a family deepen our relationship with one another and even our awe of the Lord because He brought us through this year and all the good mm-hmm. and the bad that happened. We acknowledge it, we recognize it, we celebrate it, we grieve it. But we're telling stories. We go, oh, do you remember that concert? This was so fun. Titus, yeah. do that dance that you did, yeah. like. I, I think that that's one of the things as friends, as spouses, as um, parents, as grandparents, 
is um, to remember you have to be in, present in the moment too. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is also what the Lord is reminding us of is be where you are, be where your feet are, pay attention and remember, but to remember you've got to be present in it. And for me, that's the conviction that I feel is we won't do it perfectly all of the time, but where you are, be present mm. in that moment, be be available and aware, and then carry it with you. Um, see what the Lord does. Go expecting, maybe not like fireworks all the time, but be present first because you can't remember what you weren't paying attention to. Just think of what naturally happens for those of us who have been at funerals mm. and you're with your family. Almost every funeral like afterwards reception I've been at, everyone is swapping stories. Mm-hmm. Think about what that means. In our pain, mm-hmm. in our grief, how do we begin to walk out of that? It's not forgetting the past, it's actually remembering it. Mm-hmm. And so this is a powerful tool to bring into your own personal life, to bring into your family, to bring into your workplace. The the discipline of we will remember specifically what God has done, mm-hmm. but it can branch out even to what we have done as a family, what mm-hmm. what has played out. Mm-hmm. It is a worthwhile discipline. Don't be someone who just says, yeah, I forget everything. Well, what you're, what you're saying is, I'm not near as intentional as I ought to be. Mm. So hopefully yeah. this Amen. is a bit of a, a spark for you. Get good at remembering the ways of God and all the wonderful things that need to be remembered because you'll need it someday. All right. Well, till next time, know that we love you very much. Mm-hmm.